Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Welcome back, everybody. Where do I begin about today's guest? you, You will hear me. You will hear me gush over her. It's Marie Barker, and if you have been here for a little bit of time or a long time, you know that not too long ago, I shared an episode with Marie where it was just her and I sitting down having a chat, two blondes with identical glasses and very similar face structures looking back at each other over Zoom, just diving into life and just hitting record and seeing where it goes. And in today's episode, it's a little bit more specific because... What I missed out on, and I shared this in the episode, is what I missed out on when I was speaking with Marie last time was sharing this incredible mission that she is on. And Marie is fully embodying this space of teaching women how to know their flow, how to live in a cyclical pattern. And if you have no idea what that means, I'll give you a snapshot. Marie's so much better. So I'm not going to try to butcher it, but it's like actually understanding your period, like <gasps> as women, and not just her period, but the entire cycle that happens to all of us. And if you are listening to this and you're saying, I don't, I can't relate to this because I have an irregular cycle, I have amenorrhea, like raising my hand in solidarity, sister. I hear you, I see you, I feel you, I am living you, I lived you. And There are methods and there are ways for you too, because this is what, when I was really, really struggling and started to hear about cyclical living and understanding that I always felt misplaced. Like I don't fit into this because I'm missing a part of this. So how can I even embrace this lifestyle? And that's truly what it is. It is a lifestyle that Marie speaks so beautifully of. And the underlying theme of all of it is actually getting down to your inner wisdom and understanding yourself, your own body, and your intuition. Hello. Hello. Why do I love this woman? Why am I obsessed with her mission? Because ultimately it boils down to giving you the tools to trust and believe and feel and know and live in truth and true alignment with yourself. Okay, my hands are going, my temperature's rising. I'm like all abuzz because I'm a, I just, I adore, obviously it's gushing. I think I've said that like 10 times now, but open up your hearts, open up your ears, open up your minds and just mm, sink in sink in to the goodness that is marie barker she's back yeah i am (laughs) (laughs) it's marie and it wasn't that long ago that we got to share this space with marie and if anybody took away from anything it is that you are one freaking ball of joy good i am baby unapologetically too i will give you all the sunshine all day long freaking love it. I'm here for it. And I will say too, you are the kind of person that 
doesn't annoy me with your joy. <laughs> That's because it's true. It's not inauthentic. <laughs> That's why. I know I was thinking about it. I was listening back to the podcast episode that we did together and I shared it and you shared it and you shared it not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. And I was listening, I was like, you know, there are some people that would come with this level that my system would really turn off to. Yeah. And yeah, it is. It's because there's that, that non-truth being behind it. And that is just not you at all. And I, I like, love it all. I mean, that's probably one of the best compliments you could ever give me. So I received that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. And your, your joy does not annoy me. What a good way to start buttering up my guests on yeah, here. <laughs> no, I'm here for it. I know what you mean. Um, and in the episode that we shared not too long ago, it really was just a genuine conversation between two blondes with glasses and braids. <laughs> you know, and- <laughs> I'm, just, I'm seeing our hair right now and I'm like, that's oh, all right. <laughs> it's the same. It's this freaky Friday when your doppelganger, doppelganger pops up on Zoom. Yeah. Um, but that being, and I have those like exact same glasses too. I'm just not wearing them. Of course you do. <laughs> Whatever. And this is so comical for an audio podcast. I'm sure that everybody yeah. listening is really geeking out as much as we are on it. But that being said, when we shared a conversation, it, it truly was just let's hit record and see what comes out. And it was so cool to reflect back on. And there's so much more that I wanted to go into. And so that's why I asked Marie to come back because she is doing some incredibly powerful work for women and for society, but really, really for women. And I, Marie, am just going to completely open up the floor and let you flow, no pun intended, uh, with, um, with what, you, what else do you bring to the table other than really cool conversations? with me. I love you. (laughs) You know, and I love you. And I'm so honored to be talking about this. This has been in the making for, I don't know, 15 years, you know, and it's so funny to me, the quote, I think it's Steve Jobs. You can only connect the dots looking back. I think about that quote all the time because it's just every time I do look back, I connect the dots and it's like, oh, right. That's why that worked out that way. That's why that happened in in exactly that sequence of events. And that person came in or left my life and that illness happened or whatever, you know, it's, it's all for us. And it actually really lends to my trust of looking forward because I just know I'm always, you know, protected and supported and it's always going to work out. It always has worked out for me hundred percent of the time looking back. And that's kind of what led me to this. You know, I look back 15 years to age 15 when I went to my doctor who you know at no fault of her own she was doing the best that she was doing and I was doing the best that I was doing at the time and she um you know prescribed hormonal birth control for my debilitating periods I had these crazy painful periods and this teenage acne that I was like get this out of my life I don't need this or want this and so she did what she was taught to do which was prescribe me birth control I did what I was taught to do as a teenage girl and I went on birth control you know and then I stayed on it because that's what the expected norm was. That's what I was taught and conditioned to do. I had never, I didn't know my own biology at that point. You're not taught that in school. You're taught, you know, number one, hey, you have a vagina. You're probably gonna get a period once a month. And if you have sex one time, you'll have babies. That's pretty much how (laughs) it goes. (laughs) And so I go on this hormonal birth control and 
And this really was the catalyst for all of my suffering and healing the last 15 years, which I'm so grateful for all of it because it's led me to, you know, this Marie who's speaking with you today. And um, it's just contributed to so much richness and wisdom in my own life. And I'm really grateful to be able to pay that forward. So, you know, I go on the hormonal birth control. I'm, I'm on six different types over 10 different years, which I know is the, the norm for, for most women. And it wasn't until the last couple of years that I really, I really started seeing negative effects. You know, it really started to affect different um, organs and different body systems in really negative ways, and especially my mind. And I could just tell that something was off. And, you know, along this same time in this, this birth control journey of, you know, do I go off? Do I stay on? that kind of thing. Um, I was, I was also navigating uh, a series of abnormal pap smears, you know, which then turned into, Hey, you have precancerous cells in your cervix, which then turned into, Hey, if you don't have this surgery where we take out part of your cervix, you're actually going to have cancer within two years, period. You know, no How question. How old were you then? Oh, it was two years ago that that happened. Oh yeah. It was very recent. Yeah. So, you know, I, I got to this point in my reproductive health journey, where I was navigating going off of the pill and all of the detoxification that that entails, you know, it's not like you just go off of it and then everything is hunky dory. Oftentimes, when you go off of it and you had pre existing conditions, which for me was actually undiagnosed PCOS, you know, those symptoms are completely exacerbated. And you're also detoxing from all the synthetic hormones and chemicals that you've been inundating your body with for the last 10 years. So I was going through this, you know, I was going through these like abnormal pap smears. And then I ended up having this surgery on my cervix and being diagnosed with PCOS all in kind of the same couple of years span. And I just remember being on this surgery table and, you know, I am somebody who advocates holistic, natural healing as often as possible. You know, I really do admire Western medicine, but I know that there is a very specific time and place for it and chronic healing is not that chronic, you know, or well-being and, and healing and root cause healing is not the place for it. And so I try to avoid surgery at all costs. And um, I find myself on this surgery table, my legs splayed open, you know, there's five people in the room. The surgeon is about to cut out a piece from the very core of my being, the very core of my body and my most intimate part of my body. And I just remember thinking to myself, I will never go through this again. I, I'm not available for this any longer. <laughs> I'm healing. This is the start of my healing. And I really did draw a line in the sand. And I decided that day <laughs> on that stupid surgery table, you know, having pieces of me cut out that I was no longer available for precancerous cells. I was no longer available for period you know, painful periods. I was no longer available for these BS stories that were fed about how we need to look outside of ourselves for healing. And I really decided there's got to be a better way. I'm going to find that better way. And I did. And then I stumbled into, you know, what I now live and teach, which is cyclical living. And it just, it changed everything. It really, truly changed everything for me. And so now I'm so honored to be able to, you know, have these conversations and share my story. And and talk about it because I know that it's a common story. I know that I'm not alone or special in that. And um, the more and more women that I connect with, oh my God, it's like, 
when a, when another woman connects with this and hears this, you know, it's almost like you can hear this sigh of relief of, oh my God, I feel so seen and heard. And it's not just me. It's not just me. Okay. There is hope. Okay. What do I need to do? And so that's, that's kind of what led me to, you know, studying and living and learning and now teaching this. What is cyclical living? If this is something new for somebody or if they've heard it, but aren't really sure what that means. Totally. So um, I'm going to answer it in a two-part response. We live in a society that is, you know, dominated by uh, masculine energy. And what do I mean by that? I mean that our society is dominated by this 24-7 clock, this 24-7 schedule and cycle where, you know, you're expected to have the exact same energy every single day, Monday through Friday. And to the woman who's listening to this, you know, who doesn't maybe feel like she has the exact same energy every single day, it's because we actually don't work that way. You know, we don't work by a 24 seven time clock. A man's body absolutely does. It's great. They work by a 24 seven clock, but a woman's body, you know, somebody who's more uh, a feminine being, we actually abide by a 24 to 35 or even beyond day cycle. And we abide by seasons. And so when I talk about flow, flow and cyclical living and seasonal, like it's all interchangeable here, okay? And the most beautiful part about this is that it is completely individual to you. But cyclical living is basically just learning how to tune into your seasons and then to live and act from a place that best serves your uh, energy in that season instead of trying to fit your energy into whatever your life and work schedule is. Because for most of us, it's like, oh shit, I have you know, these three things scheduled this week, I'm supposed to have that big meeting and I'm supposed to do this and I've got 17 other things I need to do for this project and this thing around the house or whatever. And you're in your luteal, which is like your fall and you're heading into your menses week, you know, or what would be your menses week, even if you don't have a period, this does apply to you. And you're like, I just want to have a nap. I don't feel like talking to anybody. And then your schedule is completely opposite than what your energy is in that moment. And when you start to live cyclically, you can actually look ahead, you know, once you get to know your body and work with her instead of against her. So then you're planning your life and schedule according to your energetic cycle and not the other way around. Mm. And what are the seasons? Oh, and, yeah. So just like we have spring, summer, fall, or autumn and winter, so too do you have a spring, summer, fall, and winter. And it's so interesting to me when I introduce this concept to women because they start to kind of look back and they go, right, that makes sense. You know, I thought that my body was just crazy and irrational and inconsistent. Your body is like clockwork. It is the most miraculous symphony of events going on month in and month out and month in and month out with different hormone secretions and different chemical reactions going on in your body. And even if your cycle is not, I'm using air quotes, regular, you know, a lot of doctor's offices will teach you that everybody has a 28 day cycle and everybody ovulates on day 14. Well, it's no wonder that so many women experience infertility, you know, because a lot of them think if I don't ovulate on day 14, it's that or bust. And they might be ovulating on day 19 or 21 or 10. <laughs> so the seasons are the exact same as we experience in, um, in our life, in the greater macrocosm. You know, this is, it's all reflective of the greater experience here. So your spring season, you know, your, your energy of renewal and brainstorming and planting seeds is the exact same energy as your follicular phase. And this is the very beginning, um, 
at very beginning of your uh, your spring. Okay, we actually you start your cycle day one would be considered the first day that you bleed during your menses. So we actually would start with winter and then move into spring. But just for the sake of spring, summer, fall, winter, I'm going to go with spring first. So that, like I said, spring is like I'm brainstorming. I'm starting. It's great for new beginnings, you know, and um, starting a new project, starting some new connections. You get really kind of excited in spring, you know, and you start to feel like you want to kind of start to get out there and you might want to eat lighter foods and and um, start a new workout class or something like there's this new this renewal energy to spring and then you move into your summer which is the exact same energy as ovulation and summer is what it's juicy it's big it's vibrant it's fun you feel bold you know your ovulation or your summer season is such a great time to go on a first date to record the video to publish the thing, to make new connections. Like you want to be visible when you're ovulating, you are literally magnetic. I'm actually ovulating right now. And I can feel the energy. I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a good one. Like people are going to resonate with this energy that I'm putting out regardless of what the words are because of this ovulatory magnetism. And then once you move from your summer, you move into fall. Well, what happens in fall? You know, we kind of start to slow down you know, we winterize the cabin, we start to kind of cross off our, our things on our list, we tidy up, we organize, we donate clothes, we go through stuff, you know, that is no longer serving us, we reflect. And so you're kind of starting to slow down for what you're preparing for winter, right? So this fall energy is the exact same energy as your luteal phase, which is right after ovulation. Okay, so and then we move into this winter, which is um, also known as menses or menstruation, where you literally, you know, it's the rest and reflect or rest and rejuvenate season, which is very important and integral to the whole cycle. And when you can start to learn which energies are associated with 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 which of the seasons spring summer fall winter you can start to see that okay my body works like a clock you know and i don't have to panic to try to get it all done because i can actually schedule different things for different parts of my cycle different parts of my flow and um, when you start to live cyclically like this it's it's really beautiful and, and you just can relax into your life instead of feeling like you're so you know white knuckling it white knuckling it all the time and um I always like to share too, because there's always the women who are, you know, um, they don't have a period right now for whatever reason, amenorrhea or IUD or anything like that. And they're like, okay, Marie, well, that's all fine and dandy, but that doesn't actually apply to me because I don't have a period to which I say hundred percent. It still, it still applies to you. You still have an energetic flow. And I know this from working with so many women who are, you know, like I said, either have amenorrhea or IUD or they're perimenopausal or menopause, like, you still have an energetic flow that you can tap into. And actually your energetic flow is also directly correlated to the moon. So this is also something I really love to teach because when I, when women hear this, they're like, wait, what? That makes so much sense. And it's not even like you're hearing this and you're like, this doesn't sound like new information. It's because it's not, it's literally just you remembering the truth of who you are. It's you remembering your body wisdom. And that's all I'm here to do is like, Hey, remember here, I'm a guide. Like, just remember what you already know. So the moon is so beautiful and consistent. I would say even more consistent mm -hmm. <laughs> than our bodies because the moon actually abides by a 29, about a 29 and a half day cycle every single month. It is so bloody consistent, you know, and you can start to track your energy cycle according to the moon cycle and the moon has, you know, four distinct phases, technically like eight to 12, but four distinct phases. Okay. So we have new moon and then we have a waxing moon 
full moon, and then waning, right? And there's different crescents in between there, but we'll go with those four because those four moons actually have the exact same energy as each of the seasons. And like this, to me, I'm like, you cannot know this and not believe in something greater than yourself because it's just going to say, it makes me feel so connected. It is. It is. It's so beautiful. So, you know, the new moon energy, when you can't see them, it's a new moon. What is that related to? The exact same freaking energy as follicular, AKA spring, right? So this is this like brainstorm, new beginnings, set intentions, that kind of an energy. And then you move into waxing. Okay. And then, excuse me, your waxing moves into your full moon, which is same, the same energy as your ovulation right? And then from ovulation, you move into your waning, which is the same energy as your uh, luteal. And then you go into that menses again with the new moon energy. Sorry, I misspoke there before. New moon and and, uh, menses or winter is connected. And then the waxing is the follicular spring energy. So these moon cycles have the exact same energy. And um, it's so interesting to pay attention to. You can use an app, like I use the app moon phase it's just a really simple little app, but it tells me exactly what the moon is doing. And I like to um, know what the moon is doing based on, you know, that information that I just shared. And then also I like to connect it to, okay, what's going on in my cycle? What am I noticing about my patterns? And then what am I noticing about the moon? You know, I'll give an example. Not too long ago, we had um, the first super moon of 2021. And it was actually, it was a pink super moon you know, and if you think of supermoon, just like on a scientific basic level, the moon, how it affects us is because, you know, it's got a gravitational pull on anything water and we're made up of mostly water. And just as it affects the tides and, you know, the tides come in and out because of the moon's location, same with us, it shifts the water within our body with shifts, shifts the chemical reactions, et cetera, et cetera. So you think about a supermoon, it's even bigger, it's even closer, it's even stronger. Of course, there's going to be energetic shift. And I remember just chatting with my um, Know Your Flow program students about this super moon and they were like dang like this week i am tired i am lazy i am inward i'm all these things and it was like a real true community experience even though every single woman is on a different part of her phase a different part of her flow some have periods some do not most people experience this super moon um kind of tired energy and so it was really interesting to then use it as a teachable moment and say okay cool look you have your experience you know within your own flow that's completely individual to you and you can't get it wrong because it's your body but you're also going to have this experience with whatever's going on with the moon and so if you don't yet know what your flow is specifically you can actually use the moon and how you're feeling and kind of start to see some patterns with that that's how it's one of the things that i really really deeply appreciate marie when you speak of this is your your cycle and your system like you can't get it wrong so you can release the pressure you don't have to worry about it being perfect i'm sure it's a learning process i'm sure as female bodies fluctuate and change and outside factors do come in that our cycle is going to shift into change and that we can be okay with that but there's still methods that we can follow and lean into and be aware of yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And just what you, what you just said is so important for any woman to hear, you know, um, when my students first start going through my program, some of them will go, okay, but, um, this is what I'm expecting because this is what the information said, you know, in spring, I'm supposed to feel this way. And in fall, I'm supposed to feel this way, but I kind of feel this way. And I just share with them, number one, it's your body. You can't get it wrong. 
So that's number one. But number two, just like sometimes you have a more harsh or a more mild winter, you're going to have different cycles in different seasons of your life. That's just the way it is. It's beautiful. You know, the only constant is change. And so we want to learn to tune in to the patterns, but also be flexible, you know, and it's really, truly a practice in surrender and working with your body instead of against her is really what this is at the end of the day. Which for most of us, that is a really unfathomable, unfathomable, that word, um, idea of saying, oh, wait, Uh, no, no, no. I've been told forever that my period is the worst thing that can happen to me. It's awful. I cramp. I'm uncomfortable. My moods are all over the place. Like this is this dark age in my life. It's awful. All I want to do is not have it but I'm supposed to trust all this. And then there's the layers of societal pressure to not trust our body. And now I'm supposed to lean into all this. Excuse yeah. me. But you know what is so, uh, the thing that I appreciate the most about my period and I, I'm with you, the woman listening who's like, girl, you don't know. I'm like, no, I do know. <laughs> Your girl's got PCOS, AKA painful periods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ovarian cysts that literally burst on my ovaries. It doesn't feel great. I used to be the exact same where I was like, this is literally the plague. Why do I have to go through this? It's not fair. I kind of wish I was a man. This sucks. Yada, yada, yada. Insert any, you know, complaint here. But the more that I have dove into the studying and the application and the living of this, really, truly the lived experience is everything. Like if you take nothing else from this conversation today, go just live it. Just go notice (laughs) for the next few weeks, go notice what's going on with your energy and your cycle and just keep track in a journal. And you'll know, you'll know that there's validity to it, you know, not based on even what I'm saying or any of the research of which there's lots, but just on your lived experience. And um, I really started to appreciate my winter season, my menses, even if I did have some painful, you know, PMS, like some pretty intense PMS symptoms with cramping and mood swings and irritability and all the things that come with that fatigue and weepiness, like all of it, body aches and pains. But I really started to appreciate it because I really just thought, you know what, if I want to experience the full spectrum, and I do, if I want to experience absolute bliss and joy and ease and summer, well, just like the yin yang, like I, I also have to experience the darkness and the, you know, a little bit of pain and, and this other, like there are strengths in every single season, but without both ends of the spectrum, we wouldn't know either. And life would be boring because you would just be in a constant state of plain. <laughs> I lived numb for a long time and I can very much confirm it is a boring lifestyle to live. And that, and that truly is a metaphor for life. Like that it, like it is, if we want to experience the full spectrum, we have to, we get to, don't we have to, if we want to experience the choose the full spectrum, we get to do that. It's yeah. a part of it. Well, and it just makes you appreciate, you know, the strengths in each season. Like I said, like when you're in when you're in your ovulatory phase, you might feel like being more outward, right? But then when I'm in my like luteal or menses, I feel like I'm, I'm drawn inward. I'm more reflective. I'm more, um, yeah, like I said, inward. So you might want to be kind of reflecting and journaling and doing these other things that you might not do in the other seasons where you're a little bit more outward, you know, a little bit more social. And there are so many beautiful strengths in each season. And um, just being able to tap into that and then plan your life according to that 
there are certain things that you can then leave for, you know, the few days that you experience your follicular or the few days that you experience ovulation or luteal or menses. Once you get to know your flow or your energetic cycle, it just makes everything easier. Like I'm more productive, more effective. I make more, I work less. I have an easier, more fun time all the time because I know now what is going on in my body, you know? And when you get so in tune, you actually start like in our previous conversation that we had recorded, you start to develop a better relationship with your intuition also. And you start to recognize, oh, you know what? These foods might not serve me in this season or this kind of activity doesn't serve me in this season. And you start to notice these little nuances and patterns that, like I said, are so individual to you, but you'll get to know yourself on a deeper level. I can tell you that four days before my period starts, I always try to revamp my entire business. I get so anxious (laughs) and I go to my fiance and I'm just like, listen, man, I think, I think I got it. I think I need to just like start from scratch. And, uh, here's my plan. He's like, honey, your period's in four days, sit down, take a nap. Like, no. don't do anything. Everything's great. You know? And then three days before I have one good cry, <laughs> two days before I get a little crampy, sometimes worse than others, depending on how I, you know, ate and what I, my stress levels were the previous month. But once you get to know yourself on this deep level, it's like, ah, oh, you just, you can't hate something you're taking such good care of. And that's why I love this work. And I'm so fucking obsessed with this work because I'm teaching women to take good care, you know, not just like work out and eat well and meditate and do the things, but literally tune in and ask yourself in every every given moment, how do I feel? And what's going to serve me in this moment? What's going to be for my highest, best expression of myself? And that is next level self-care. That is next level taking care of yourself. Where does that knowing begin, Marie? I'm so unattached. If I'm so disassociated, where, how do I even begin to know myself? I mean, it goes back to the meditation and, um, you know, breath work and silence. It goes back to being with yourself and not using external stimulus to cope and to drown out what, you know, needs to come up and out, you know, you need to feel it to heal it. And for a lot of people who maybe aren't willing to sit in meditation, even for five minutes a morning or, or evening or whatever, we look to these external stimulus, you know, social media, food, booze, shopping, relationships, whatever, to kind of drown out whatever we don't want to feel. We repress, we repress all of these emotions. And then it's no wonder we have so many digestive issues, my God, you know, and when you allow yourself to adopt a, you know, short, it doesn't have to be crazy, but just a short silence, a short, silent practice of your choosing first thing in the morning, you can actually sit with yourself, you know, and especially if you have a journal too, you can even journal questions like, you know, what would serve me best today? How am I feeling today? You know, what do I need to focus on today? What could I release? What needs adjusting? And you start asking yourself these reflective questions and then you start just making these little tweaks in every given moment. And then the more that you do that, it's like a muscle, the more you practice it, you know, the stronger it gets. But I really do believe that it, this intuitive factor, this knowing factor, it comes from getting quiet, from listening to her, working with her, you know, and really truly like taking that power back, like I talked about in the beginning. And instead of outsourcing all of your problems and feeling like this victim and going, well, my doctor told me this, well, my doctor said this, my doctor said this, you are the only one who knows your body. Your doctor is just giving you their best educated guess (laughs) on a spectrum of what they've been taught, which might even be behind the current research. You need to be the advocate for you. And how do you get to know yourself? You track your shit. And I teach all my students, you know, that go through my program, 
you need to pay attention to very specific things. Like before I came to this work, I had no idea that my cervical fluid, for example, has patterns. You know, my whole life, I thought, oh my God, like I am getting yeast infections. This is not mm-hmm. good. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is not a good scene. Nothing is supposed to be there. Why is this in my underwear? Yep. You know? And when I bring this up to women, they literally go slack jaw. They're like, what is she talking about? She's talking about the goo in my underwear. Like, yeah. my God. Oh my God. Yep. But we're, oh, this is important and normal and natural. And in fact, if you have cervical fluid in your underwear at certain points of your, your cycle, that means that you have a healthy, like fertile body because cervical fluid is indicative of fertility. <laughs> it's something that you're, you're literally, your cervix secretes during the time that your body's ovulating. And when we start to understand that there's different patterns and there's different things going on and it's like, oh, cool. Okay, well, I'm, I must be approaching ovulation because this is what's happening with my cervical fluid. You can, like I said, you just get to know your body on this, this deeper level. You know, like your cervix literally rises and tightens and lowers and opens during different phases of your cycle because it's preparing really it's preparing for sperm to come in and then fertilize an egg and for you to have a baby every single month we're preparing for creation every single month whether it happens or not and it's the coolest shit once you start learning about it and learning and tapping into your body it's like like I said you can't hate something you're taking such good care of and you just get to know yourself on a deeper level and that knowing contributes to confidence and you know satisfaction and peace with your body on so many different levels how do you start to actually implement some of this because I can see and I this was completely me in the past of like yeah that's fine and dandy like I'm glad that you can schedule your life around your cycle and you can do this or you can what do you say to that, to that answer? And what have you done? So I am, I am a religious journaler. <laughs> so much so that I make journals now. And I actually made a journal specific to my Know Your Flow program, which if the, for the woman listening, who's like, okay, cool, this sounds awesome. I need this in my life. Like I would encourage you to go check out the information on my program and we'll link it in the show notes, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But I created a journal specific to this Know Your Flow program because I want to teach women to tune into the things that are important in the day-to-day that they might not be tracking, they might not be, you know, focusing on. We're so focused on like, well, what was my heart rate during my workout and how many calories did I burn? You know, when if you just switched that focus just a little bit and you asked yourself a couple questions in the morning, like what day of my cycle am I on? How am I feeling today? You know, what's the moon doing? <laughs> those kind of questions and you know a couple of different journal questions that I put in the journal like number one is you know how can I serve my body mind and spirit today that immediately puts you in the space of intention you know mm-hmm. what am I focused on today well that immediately puts you in okay what am I actually focused on what's my agenda not other people's agendas we live in this age where we live in our inboxes which you know we let other people's agendas dictate our life And then the third question I ask in the morning is what can I be so grateful for right now? Like just starting your day with that appreciation. And then I have very specific questions for the end of the day. Like how much water did I drink? How did I have a bowel movement? Did I move? You know, how did I feel today? Sexually, emotionally, physically, mentally, like these are different categories of your whole being that are really important. And once you start to kind of tune in, what did I eat? How did I feel? That one, especially you start to look back, like I said before, and you can connect the dots and you start to see patterns. And the coolest thing for me that happened when I started, you know, really tracking and getting into this was I started noticing certain food sensitivities that didn't come up on tests that didn't, that I previously was not privy to. And it's like, oh, 
this is a pattern. It seems like every time I eat soy, <laughs> you know, I get tender breasts and my skin kind of freaks out. Oh, crazy. And it seems like every time I eat eggs, the same thing happens. I wonder if this is correlated. Oh, turns out I've got some estrogen dominance, you know, and my body's not kind of ditching estrogen like it should. Cool. Maybe I'll take out those two foods for right now because they're not serving me in this season of where my body's at. So you just start to see these patterns um, and it, it's really beautiful. But the thing I love the most is like, this is free. <laughs> this is, this is free. Like the program's not okay. You need to invest to, to better yourself, but this is a free practice that you already have access to because you have a body, you know, and you need a pen and paper to, to chart your stuff, to, to write down, you know, what's going on to see these patterns. And the coolest thing about it is it's free. And when you're working with your healthcare provider, you can then take this information to them and go, listen, mm -hmm. Here's what I notice about my cycle. Here's the symptoms that I'm experiencing. Here's kind of what I notice with food. Based on what you know, what would you say about this? Instead of going to your healthcare provider and going, help me, here's my symptoms. What pill can you prescribe? You know, it's a very proactive, functional, holistic approach. And really, truly is about taking ownership for your whole life. This is next level ownership. Well, I'm thinking, as you said that too, that's co-creating with a provider. Absolutely. That's using them as assistance, but you are in the power in that. You took the power in yourself. You took the, the time to reflect on yourself and you know, and you have concrete proof in front of you yeah. and you can feel really confident stepping into that and having a conversation that needs, if you need to have a conversation. Yeah. Well, and it's so beautiful, especially in the realm of, you know, gynecology and fertility and, and everything in between, because when you start to, um, one of the methods that I I interview a practitioner in my program. Okay. And then one of the methods that, um, well, the method that I personally use is called fertility awareness method, where you, you know, chart your, uh, temperature in the morning, you use it like an under the tongue basal body thermometer and you chart cervical fluid. Right. And so between these two things, these two signs, you can actually get very specific on exactly where you're at in your cycle and you chart your temperature and you chart what's going on in this, um, kind of a chart, which is within the journal that I mentioned. And, it's so cool to be able to have that information to know, like I said before, when you're ovulating or when you're expecting your period so that, you know, it's not this huge surprise when you're like, okay, I feel so anxious and I feel really moody and I think everything's collapsing and everything is, you know, sucks right now. Why, why is this happening? I feel crazy. And you just look at your chart and you're like, oh my silly, your period's mm -hmm. coming in three days. Like chill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's always, when I have a physiological reason or an explanation, I'm like, oh, there's not something wrong with me. I'm not crazy. I'm not losing my shit. I'm not X, Y, Z. I'm not the default. It's, oh, okay. Now I know why. So what can I do to support myself in the why? Yeah, 100%. And I will say too, Megan, like part of the, um, I know I keep referencing the program because that's, it all please comes do. up. That's what I want you, honestly, please do. There's so much value in what you have to share. Yeah. Well, I agree. I'm, I really, truly, I feel like I just got to be the channel for this. Like, you know, these, the last 15 years of my own experience going through the medical system and with all the, you know, health issues and stuff and, and then information that I gleaned and research that I did and then self-implemented and stuff. It all led to this point where I'm like, okay, I'm thankful to the ideas that use me, like come through, come up and come through so that other women can also have this. Um, what was I going to say there? Oh, in the, in the, there's three modules in the program. In the first module, we actually, I go over um, how to get out of your head because this is the first, you know, so the three modules are get out of your head, get into your body, go with your flow. 
And it's really, really important to start with get out of your head because in that module, we talk about forgiveness, emotions, healing, <laughs> stress, you know, and all of these different things that we don't, we maybe don't connect with what's going on in my body. You know, are you harboring really intense resentment, anger, anxiety, fear? And how is that manifesting in your body? And we kind of go through like, for example, how to move up the emotional scale, you know, and we go through, well, if you're feeling really stressed out, here's some breathing practices and meditations that you can actually use um, to, to, to lower your stress and kind of dip back into that parasympathetic and more of a healing mode. And um, yeah, just, I don't know, just the program was so beautiful to be able to put together. I, I recorded 10 guided meditations um, to be able to use with it, implemented all the resources that I've learned uh, from it. The journal itself is really beautiful and functional and and yeah, we have a really uh, wonderful little community too that, of people going through the program uh, to connect and um, be with each other. I'm just so grateful. Again, I'm so, so grateful that you took your challenges, your experience, your life, and did channel it into something where you are empowering others in an area that not enough people are talking about, in an area that not enough people even know. I mean, it's not even talking about like, not only know that, like you said, like, okay, I have a vagina, I might bleed there. And I could get pregnant. Like yeah. that's that's our toolbox that was given to most of us. And there's so much more and so much deeper that you and again, I'm just grateful. Like I'm just gonna say it over and over again, but it's just so it's so powerful what you're doing. Well, I so appreciate you. And I so appreciate the opportunity to have a conversation about it, you know, because I mean, like for any woman listening, I'm sure that she took away exactly what she needed to. I mm -hmm. trust that. But even if you take away nothing else other than, you know, you can't get pregnant every time you have sex, <laughs> period. <laughs> like there are act, there's actually only about a five day window that you can. And there has to be an ovulation, you know, present in order for you to get pregnant. There has to be ovulation and then sperm and not before. A lot of people are like, oh, you can get pregnant before you ovulate. You can't. There literally has to be an egg present in order for a sperm to fertilize you know, and um, just learning to know the window when that's maybe happening or not happening for yourself is really important information. It's important to know that what you were taught in grade school uh, isn't the full picture of your biology and that you can take ownership for your own life. And in this way, you know, get to know yourself on a deeper level and then therefore care for yourself on a deeper level. And like I said, it's free. It's free to tune in. And as you start to tune in to you know, okay, what foods are working for me? What movement works for me during different weeks? What kind of work projects and relationships are working for me? You just start to fine tune and kind of like prune the hedge, you know, so that you end up with what you want and you feel fulfilled and satisfied because there's no room for bullshit. You know, you know yourself well enough after tracking these kinds of things and paying attention to these kinds of things that you're no longer available for, you know, people pleasing and you're no longer available for people to walk all over you or for you know no boundaries or whatever you become the master of you and and it's just a really cool thing to to me this is women empowerment like if I want to contribute to women empowering women this is how I do that I've empowered myself and now I get to have conversations like this where we get to share this message and then the women who hear this might talk to a friend or a sister or their mom and they might go you know what I listened to this podcast this is what I learned you should listen to this and also let's start to communicate and kind of track our flow and just see what's going on and what's going on with the moon and how we feel and let's have this conversation with more women because as we do really truly we raise the vibration of all women 
I just can't well it's ever done like, <laughs> like I just I'm just so engrossed in Marie and like fixated and watching I'm like yeah okay get it I'm bored how do I like let's do it let's start a revolution like I'm, I'm telling wow. you Come the, ovulation, on. the ovulation energy is is real <laughs> Um, yeah. And for all of you, the inside scoop too, of when I reached out to Marie and she was like, yeah, that's great. I'm ovulating. So it's a perfect time. So she truly speaks. She lives what she speaks. Like it's yeah. no bullshit. It's, this is what works. And if you see her dance parties on Instagram and you see her joy and you can hear it and you can feel her energy, you know, that there is active steps. She just didn't shoot out this way. Like you actively choose to be this way and you actively choose to make that your life. Yeah. And that's a beautiful skill set. Thank you. It's a practice. And if it's available to me, it's also available to you. Where can everyone find you? All where the places. A, where can they be a part of it all? So you can go to mariebarkerwellness.com forward slash shop. And that's where you'll find the link to check out the information for the Know Your Flow program. It's my program that goes over those three modules. Get out of your head, get into your body, go with your flow. Um, if you want to check out the details, you're welcome to go there. We are going to do another group coaching uh, kind of aspect with it. We just wrapped one up. We'll do another one in June or July. So you're welcome to join, do the program, and then also participate in that when that happens. And then I'm on Instagram at Marie Barker Wellness. Um, I'm on Facebook at Marie Barker Wellness. But yeah, Instagram stories. I like to have daily dance parties, like Megan said. And I post all things holistic wellness, mindfulness, um, but like real realness. You know, I just post my life and what I'm doing to cultivate this level of joy and energy. And my life mantra, if you resonate, is it's good to feel good. And when you feel good, you do better. So that's what I'm all about. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.